Hello and welcome to Maine Education Matters with Matt and Matt. My name is Matt. And I'm Matt too. We have another mishmash of stuff today, Matt. Yeah, there's a whole lot of stuff going on. We have a public hearing coming up. We have reviews of hearings and testimony. We have some things that have been voted on. And I don't know if people are aware of this, but there's an election coming up, Matt. What? Yeah. I've heard, I've heard it's, something it's, about that. It's, it's going to be a Tuesday, and I'm really looking forward to it because it's going to be super. That's pretty good. Why don't we have caucuses again? That's what I want to know. They've gone so well so uh, far. Two words. I owa. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. All right. Will, that, uh, you want to get the election one at the end, right? Sure. Hey, you're running this ship. I'm just here for color commentary, man. Yeah, let's, let's go at the end then. So let's, let's do our usual, our usual, our standard patented order of hearings, then reviews, then reviews of votes, then election stuff, and interspersed with a whole lot of nonsense. Well, we, we, we're nothing but serious on this podcast, folks. Uh, oh, my mistake, noticed. yes. Yes. All right, so let's start with our only public hearing that we're going to preview today. It is LD 1879, an act regarding the adoption of educational policies by school boards. Yeah, presented by Representative Brennan of Portland and co-sponsored by former Education Committee member uh, Brian Hubble of Bar Harbor. This one is kind of a, a callback to last session when bit, there, was, yeah. there was one that went through the Labor Committee last year to talk about uh, negotiate, negotiating educational policy. And it kind of just had a lot of comments. Uh, we didn't really preview it as much because it went through Labor and we didn't notice it until later. So yeah, we definitely took this up that we talked about it a lot and we followed it we through did. at least when it got through the uh, the, legis the legislative side and both houses passed it. Yep. And then Governor Mills said, hang on a second. I'm not so sure about this. And this is one of the very few bills that she actually vetoed. Right. So I think the idea was that they would bring it back with a some new language, trying to come to some type of compromise that meets everyone's approval. Right, because the last what, language was pretty broad in, in its overall definitions of things like working conditions and what education policy actually is in terms of working conditions, etc. So one of the things that I know has happened with this one is the language that you look at on the website right now, all of it has been um, basically disintegrated in other meetings outside. Uh, so what you see for the bill on the website is not going to be the bill that's presented. It's going to be hashtag helpful. Yeah, it's going to be one of those that the presenter will come when when Brennan comes up to present his bill, he will have a new version of it with new language. It would be very helpful if they could actually put that up ahead of time for people. Yeah, it would be. And I, so I would I've always wondered that what is the process for that? before it goes, since all of these meetings have been happening, happening outside. Yeah. Uh, so that I've been a part of, uh, full disclosure, for half of these meetings, at least half of these meetings. So for this one, you're our mole? I'm the mole. I am the mole. Remember that show? I do. Is that what they <laughs> like said? A I ago? am the mole? I, I forget. I, like that. I never watched it. So <laughs> Neither did I. <laughs> <laughs> so there, there has been meetings with with all kinds of interested parties, uh, and I was part of it as. Uh, I like curriculum. how you said interested parties, not interesting parties. 
Well, like they put the past tense on it. Well, I'm glad that I was part of it through Maine Curriculum Leaders Association, which I don't really know why we were invited, but I was just happy to be invited. Hey, you're at the table. I was at the table. So I was interested, but I was definitely not interesting. So yeah, that, that's very true. Uh, well, so from what is, I know, from what I've, I've, I've met of you and known of you, that's pretty much par for the course. As, as most of our listeners would say, I would <laughs> imagine the same thing. So I know this has gone through all kinds of revisions and uh, cross outs and new language and things that people can agree on. And I missed the last meeting because it was last week during one of the snow days. Uh, wow. It might have been the week before. So nobody I know made it up there. But my last understanding from right before break was they weren't going to bring the bill forth unless there was some type of language that everyone could agree on. And I'm including the governor in that. Oh. Yeah. So when this popped up on the schedule last week, uh, it was a sign to me that there was some type of agreement between basically between management and labor sure. on what some of the policies were. Now, I can't really get into it because I don't know what those policies are, but there's some language in there that they are going to be able to negotiate some of these policies and everyone is going to be in agreement. And I'm very interested in seeing what that actual language is. Yeah, and right now this is scheduled for uh, Thursday, February 27th at 1 p.m. Yeah, so I'm going to try to make it over there for that one, if possible, just to see what some of that language actually looks like and bring it back to report. Well, then let me be the first to say thank you. Uh, it'll be my first time up there, I think, this year. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that one. So that one is basically in limbo right now, and all of it is getting to be what can we actually start negotiating uh, as sure. teachers be to be at the table when we're developing policy. Yep. And for those of you keeping track, uh, our knowledge base right now is we're over one. I think we're we over a lot bill. more than that one, but you know, I'm just, oh, for I'm this bill, I see. Today. There, just just for, for today. One. I don't want to. I don't want to get into the whole history. I'm sure someone else is keeping track of the amount of uh, due negligence that we've done to our sir, <laughs> our, our, our listeners with this podcast. That sounds about right. Uh, so let's do some work session reviews or reviews of testimony, I guess it work. Not all of these have gone through work session. Uh, so we're going to start with some of the ones from February 10th. Uh, the first one was LD 2071, which basically updated Chapter 125 basic school approval standards. Yeah, it was really just looking at the way that schools are approved and making sure that all the things the language now makes sense. It hadn't been really updated for what, like 20 years or something like that. Yeah, just about. And this one was tabled. Oh. So it must still be trying to think about it. I don't really know. Bringing it up to date is always a good thing. Uh, yeah, I guess. Well, I don't, again, there's no, there's no information out there to say why it was tabled. Not yet. So, and that will also be on February 27th. So if you're going to see the policy one, you can watch the work session for this right after. Stick around. Yay. Next one was LD-2076. LD-2076, which was uh, resolve, yay, an emergency, yay, uh, reviewing portions of Chapter 40, the rule for medication administration in Maine schools, a major substantive rule of the Department of Education, and it's a bit of a callback to last session. I have to say one word, sunscreen. Mm-hmm. Now, this one 
was all the testimony was all like, yeah, we're just bringing uh, the rules of sunscreen into the real world that kids can put sunscreen on and it's okay. You don't need a nurse to apply sunscreen. Don't need a nurse to apply sunscreen. However, I will say as a parent of two kids, one who is about to be 12 and one who is seven, uh, supervision is necessary when <laughs> so applying don't, sunscreen. So don't just dump it on your head and then yeah, they, just let they it go all over. They'll put like, um, what's the word, a metric ton into their hand yep. when they only need some to go off like, you know, their forearm. So then mm -hmm. it's like, all right, so what are we going to do with the rest of that? Hence, all sharing. There we go. There Which, we go. I don't know if uh, now we're allowed to do because sunscreen can be uh, shared. We're in the 21st century now. So yes, this one came out ought to pass as amended. So yay, this one's going to make it. Uh, the next one was LD2072, a review of the ELA math and career education and development standards. Right. So as you remember, the last few years, there have been working committees who have been updating these standards for career education development, English language arts and mathematics. They were presented to the committee. And uh, how did they do? Well, it's interesting because the first thing I saw was that this came out as a divided report. Yeah. That's so I weird. went back and I read the testimony. I'm like, okay, let's, let's see who's against it here. Uh, because I assumed that some were for it. And so I'm reading all these fours that, yeah, that was well done. Here's the process that we did. People that are on the committees that reviewed these. And then there was one teacher that said, yeah, these English language ones, they stink. And here's why. And that was the only one that was a negative against this. So I don't know why it came out as divided. I I, I don't know. I, I do know that there are there there was that one bill earlier that came up about the peer reviewed standards that was ought not to pass and or didn't go through. I think it was actually divided and um, right. And I'm I'm kind of envisioning that given that the math and the ELA standards uh, were what we currently have, which is based on the Common Core State standards, that there may have been some. What's the word? Political posturing. Perhaps. Now, this one, as a divider report, since we don't know what the actual division is yet, it could have been ought to pass with different amendments. Could be. So we could just be jumping the gun. So again, folks, we're now uh, at least the second one where we have no information for you. Three strikes, and we'll keep going anyway. We so are the Astros. <laughs> For the Houston Astros of podcasts. Uh, that's a slider, folks. Slider coming through. Next one will be LD 2075, which is about uh, chapter 115, about certification. Certification. This has been a revolving door of just stuff happening. Um, and so what this one, if you remember, basically said, was a very uh, clear, one of those very clear bills where it says it provides for legislative review of portions of chapter 115. Huzzah. Uh, this work session was on the 18th, so about a week ago as of recording, but it came out with no vote. I, I, there's some weird stuff happening right now. Yeah, so I don't know, maybe, maybe they are still talking about it, which is why they only have one public hearing this week, that they just kept going. Maybe. Maybe they're up there right now. Maybe they've gone down to that immunization bunker that they put in last year with the cardboard cutouts 
and the bags and bags of spicy dill pickle chips. Call back. So that wrapped up the 10th. Uh, let's move to February 12th. What happened? LD 2014, which was about supporting adult learners with the fame grant. Yep. And that was uh, voted on and it was ought to pass as amended. Yay. The next one is LD 2016 about suspensions, expulsions, and recess removal is what my notes say. Yeah, I remember this one. This was where uh, elementary students in particular, they, you, you can't use things like suspensions, expulsions, or removing recess as any form of discipline uh, for students in elementary schools. Did you look at the testimonies for these? Um, briefly, but it was a while ago. Yeah, I, I read them and there was a lot of, yes, we, we should be doing this, but it was all from outside the education world. It was all about your mental health world. Mental health, right. But people in the schools were like, no, this is a bad idea. We need the flexibility in the schools to punish these kids for their transgressions. Sure. And, 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 you know, there's, there's so much evidence and science behind the things that you don't want to take away things like recess and to what extent does suspensions and expulsions actually work in terms of being preventative is that they're all seem to be reactive in the end. And part of the whole research behind positive behavioral intervention supports, et cetera, or PBIS for you in education, uh, it's all about being preventative and creating environments where you're teaching it. These area, these kind of examples are reactive, but, you also need to have times where you, a, a school can react to a situation. And I think that's where a lot of the, the school folks are coming from. I think there, this would be better off if it was talked about, if you put all those people around a table and trying to figure, figure out a right way to work with this one. Yeah. Because I just thought it was striking that educators said, no, we want flexibility. And the mental health people were like, we need to do something better with these kids. And this is a great way to start. Kind of reminds me of a certain bill that came out a few couple of years ago, LD, I believe it was 1666, which was the original bill to eliminate proficiency-based diplomas and how a mountain of educators more or less were on the side of, yeah, let's, we want to keep going with this. And other folks said outside of education, were like, no, not really. So, yeah. Maybe you know where this is going. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. This one is anything. This one, this work session was on the 19th and again, a no vote or it's not, not a just, no vote. We just don't know. Yeah. It was not a, it was not a no vote. Not, not, not to pass. It was like a present. They actually, they did not vote. Maybe they voted. They chose to present. not vote. They, they voted present. But that would be a vote. <sighs> so we just don't have information. No, they just, they, they, they had the work session and said, we need to mull it over, I guess. But that would be tabled. Maybe they just ran out of time. There we go. I'm going to go with that one. Let's go to the next because, one. Because? Yeah. Okay, LD 2020. Because, 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 because. The main school for marine science, technology, transportation, and engineering, better known We're as gonna... the main ocean school. Right. <laughs> Main Ocean School. So, so this is the one. This is the one where, if you remember, they said, "Yep, you're, there's a sunset. You're, we're going to close your school, not this year, but in like five years." Yep. And in the meantime, bring us a bunch of reports. <laughs> yeah. That was it. How you're doing? And all the testimony was like, "Yeah, let's do that. That's good. Sure, we'll, Thank you. 
this is much needed and we're happy to provide some reports for you in the next couple of years. So this one right. has uh, no work session scheduled at this point as of recording. And our last one that we're reviewing came from February 13th, LD 2077, Matt's favorite about PEPG. It is Matt's favorite. Matt, Matt enjoys PEPG because PEPG is, uh, as Beck once said, where it's at. <laughs> um, so this is all this basically is, is cleaning up language from last session's um, bills, LD92, that changed over the structure and use of the steering committee and the making the um, student growth measures optional, no longer mandated. Not immediate, but that takes place in September 2021 or next, uh, the next, next school year, two, two years from now, basically. So the testimony was all like, yep, these are all good ideas. Uh, the work session is on the 27th. So again, that's a big day, the 27th. You've got the, the hearing yeah. about ed policy. You've got basic school approval standards to be work sessioned out. You've got PEPG to be work sessioned out. Seems like a fascinating day. There's a, there's a lot going on and a lot, a lot of real inter, interesting things happening for that could have real impact on teaching and learning and education stuffs. Are they interesting or just interested? Yes. So let's review a couple of other votes of stuff left over from last session. First one is LD860, which establishes the Maine Community College no-cost tuition program. This was yes, a was. divided report, but we actually have the division now. We have the division. It is on, it is available. It is ought to pass as amended or ought not to pass. Yeah, yep. And it. It, it, yeah, that's, that's one or the other. And uh, you can <laughs> kind of look at how it was laid out there. And I believe it's exactly on party lines. Geez, it has to do with money. I wonder why. Hey, look at the next two. LD-178, increasing the state share of health insurance for retired teachers. Divided report. Divided report. LD-1606, which increases funding for CTE. Divided, that was the report. Uh, divided report. That was the tools. Tools are expensive. Tools are expensive. That was the, the brilliance that we had last time. Yes, the, the Matt's hot take. Matt's hot take. That brings you completely up to date with all the bills that have come through. Uh, that have That's been it. scheduled, that have had testimony in any work sessions. You can find all those on our spreadsheet, of course. So please look at that and you will find, as soon as those come out, we, we tend to update the spreadsheet. We will. Um, and we, we are also hearing that they're, they're trying to really wrap up this session pretty, pretty darn quickly. Yeah, I've heard rumors that the last hearing will be the end of next week. So March, whatever that is, 5th or something. Beginning of March. So I don't know if that's going to be true, but we only have one public hearing this whole week that's scheduled. Yeah, they're just doing work sessions now. So they're just, maybe they're just holding on for new things or anything that might come up at the last minute. But then they're going to be like, nope, we're done. We're going to bring it in front of the House and the Senate and then go for the, the passage of them. You know what I think they're getting ready for? I think they're getting ready for the election. There is an election. Maybe that's why they're not doing anything because there's a lot going on in this election. So this election next week, uh, other than, you know, those, what, presidential primaries, whatever, uh, we get to talk about immunization again. Hooray. <laughs> so there's, if there's one thing that we have, two things we'll have to talk about is PEPG and religious and philosophical vaccination exemptions. 
So there is one question on the ballot statewide this year. Um, that is main question one. So I'm glad they titled it correctly. Uh, it is the religious and philosophical vaccination exemptions referendum. It's on the ballot and go, go, you, you sound like you have something to say. Nope. I, I, go ahead. Go, 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 go listen back to our, uh, Multi- multiple pod <laughs> immunizations last year. I believe uh, that one won Bill of the Year. So podcast awards, which is it's great because it mentions it directly right in here. So this is about LD seven ninety eight, uh, which was designed to eliminate religious and philosophical exemptions from vaccination requirements for K twelve and college students and employees of healthcare facilities. So and that passed. And that was signed. Correct. So what this question does is asking you whether you want to repeal it or not and go back to the way it was, which basically allowed religious and philosophical exemptions from vaccination requirements. Right. This, this is one of those tricky worded bills, trickily worded bills. Yep. Because a yes vote means you want to keep it the way it is. No, I'm sorry. A yes nope, vote means you want, I, I, got, I got it wrong. <laughs> See, I'm even looking at it in my, right in front of me, and I get it wrong, folks. A yes vote means you want to get rid of it. A no vote means you want to keep it. A yes yep. vote means, okay, we want to bring back the religious and philosophical exemptions, and a no vote means no, only medical exemptions. Right. You're upholding the current law. Right. Which is only medical exemptions. Current law is only medical exemptions. So we're going to put a link somewhere. I don't know if we can do it on our spreadsheet or not. I don't know where I'd put it, but we'll look at all our social media and we'll have links to that actual uh, information about what that is and how you can educate yourself as to find out how to, uh, how to vote and what you, what you believe in. Uh, I'm looking at a nice ballotpedia page that Matt has been so nice to send. Uh, I'm going to read the actual question. Good. I was going to suggest that. Question one, people's veto. Do you want to reject the new law that removes religious and philosophical exemptions to requiring immunization against certain communicable diseases for students to uh, to attend schools and colleges and for employees of nursery schools and healthcare facilities? So the beginning is, do you want to reject the new law? And if you say yes, then you are rejecting the new law and putting it back to where it was. Right. That's, that's the confusion. Yep. It, as Matt said, that is a tricky one. Uh, where you're voting yes, you're actually kind of voting, no, I don't like that law. Right. And if you're yeah. voting no, you're saying, no, I do like the law. Yep. So be very clear. We're in the upside down, Matt, is where we are. We are in the upside down. I didn't know we weren't there anyway. So um, 120 versions of this pod, we're in the upside down. Uh, So this is is a big one because we talked about immunization a lot. uh, But make sure that you know and your your friends who are voting know which way they're going to vote. That they can answer the question the way they want to. And don't get confused on the yes or no because, again... This is a weird one. Yeah, and even as we were just said, we just made evidence of a few moments ago, even <laughs> as we're talking about it, we get yep. confused as we're trying to, or at least I got confused, but I'm easily confusable. That is true. 
So we'll put links to that one. Again, that is March 3rd. You can early vote now. Super uh, Tuesday. But Super Tuesday is coming where uh, yeah, there's also that, you know, primary stuff happening. Yeah, we got, we got, we got the, the Bernie's and the Mayor Pete's and the Elizabeth Warren's and the Joe Biden's and the Mayor Bloomberg's. Amy Klobuchar's out there. Tom Steyer's out there. The undecided people are still out there. Are you sure Bloomberg's on the ballot? I kind of looked at a sample ballot the other day and still like Cory Booker and Andrew Yang and people that have dropped out are on it. But I, I don't remember if I saw Bloomberg's name or not. Well, that's, that's why I think they're hoping for a big write-in movement. That's true. I did look at the Republican primary ballot also. That must be just as equally as long. It, it as is. Equally as, as, as a crowded field. Yep. Uh, uh, yeah, there's just one. There's oh, just oh one. really? So it like just Kasich one. and Jeb Bush and Ted Cruz and... Uh, no William Weld. not on there anymore? No, no William, William Weld. Weld. Nope. And no, uh, what, Joe Walsh of the Eagles? Nope. He's yeah, so the either. Eagles. Yeah, the Eagles. Uh, you can write in the Eagles, and I think they'll know what you mean. So that would be <laughs> fine. You know, just take it easy. So with that, I think we're done for this. I week. was looking for one. <laughs> I was trying to pull one out, but I couldn't do it. Oh, uh, that's okay. That's okay. Um, yeah, we're way done here. Yeah, we're just nonsensing it right now right. but if you uh and if you want to if you like our nonsense or you want to find more of our nonsense feel free to uh get to know us or contact us on twitter at main ed matters on facebook facebook.com slash main education matters you can also go to our website uh main education matters dot weebly.com that's where you can find links to our podcasts on either apple podcast or spotify and find out ways to be on the pod connect with us and of course see pictures of uh, the faithful 17 listeners that are out there. And with that, we will talk next time. Hashtag Morganine. Bye.